0: Welcome to the Cutaways Podcast. I'm Ashley, and I'm Justine. What's up? Well, hey, how you doing? <laughs> We're not in the same room, so this is unusual.
1: Well, also not in the same room with us. We have a guest. We have Jaslyn here, the the ever so talked about, long time listener, first time caller.
2: Hello. How are you? How are you doing, Jaslyn? I'm very well. It is eight in the morning. hmm I am drinking a lemon honey ginger tea. Mm. After not talking for two days so this Right, is like you sound great An exclusive, hello Jaslyn. also hosts High Expectations
1: And Up and 10 Club And is a founding Lady Pod Squad member
2: Yes I am, thank you very much is that, That's your full resume High Expectations host, Up and 10 Club host Lady Pod Squad founding member Stand up comedian, pun battle champion
1: Right, 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 the pun champion Cutaways enthusiast that's epic. Oh, totally. Yeah, I think you're our longest patron member. I think maybe. so. Yeah. Or tied. Tied with somebody else, but definitely like the most active. <laughs> yeah, over a year now. Wow. This podcast runs on Jazlyn. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that seems accurate. Jazlyn
0: fuel. And puppies. <laughs> and puppies. Yes, Yander. I know. Don't knock my laptop over. It's just all. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, Bye. <laughs> Well, we talk about puppies and romantic comedies and romantic comedies with puppies. What? Because those are better. Let's, <laughs> let's, all, let's all be honest. Romantic comedies with dogs are better than romantic comedies without dogs. 100% agree.
2: I can't think of any, but yeah.
0: Well, what are we watching today? Because I don't think this has a dog, sadly. We watched
1: 2002's My Big Fat Greek Wedding, I'd seen it before. Ashley's seen it before, but Jaslyn had not. That's right. It's a movie about Chicago. Yeah, yeah. That, I didn't notice. What? That's all in Chicago.
2: Oh, I don't pay attention to where it is. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice any Chicago stuff.
0: It had the L. I
2: don't and know what that fount- is.
0: And, and the, bu- <laughs> the Buckingham Fountain. I still Did don't it? know what that is. It was like a. Oh. It's like in the the sh- the beginning shot with all the fake rain
1: oh yeah yeah the fake rain yeah that's chicago okay so the info of this movie the description comes from imdb it is a young greek woman falls in love with a non-greek and struggles to get her family to accept him while she still comes to terms with her heritage and cultural identity yeah (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs)
0: that one's actually accurate that is truth of what it's uh what it is it's because we're using imdb i know imdb is so much more like professional with their description (laughs) shit
2: Jaslyn, did you know much about this movie before we made you watch it i knew that it had a sequel and a tv series Mm -hmm. and i knew it was a romantic comedy that's the end of my list
0: wow This was big when I was growing up, so I mean,
1: no, yeah, it it was big. It was a huge independent
2: breakout, like for how little it cost to make it, and then like it exploded. I think when it came out, I originally assumed it was an Australian film. Why? They have a very big Greek community in Australia,
0: and it seems like the type of
2: film that Australia would make. But I was very wrong. It's in Chicago. (laughs) Yeah,
1: (laughs) where there's also a big Greek population. Yeah. Oh, I miss Chicago.
0: You could get really good Euros. I'm
1: going to Chicago. Actually, by this recording, I've already been to Chicago. <laughs> I'm out.
0: Leaving. Leaving everybody behind. I can't go. I have a puppy to take care of. That's why I don't have
1: anybody or anything tie me down. I'm a free spirit. <laughs> I, I leave with the
0: wind. <laughs> I see how it is, Justine. You leave me on the west side all by myself
1: i'm so sorry
0: (laughs) with the dog your terrible wife (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry i left you with your husband (laughs) (laughs) you know that can be tragic some days (laughs) i know
1: (laughs) when you get a house remember make sure you get a guest house in the back and i'll live in
0: your backyard I forgot about that. <laughs> Wasn't there also that's the a plan? plan? There was also a plan for a duplex, right? I can't remember. There was a duplex, and then there was the guest house.
1: I've always been about the guest. Well, now it's a, it's a, yeah, <laughs> preferably now it's a guest
0: house, and you have the yard yeah. for
1: Xander, and then just me <laughs> who lives in your backyard.
0: Can right? I? Have it a, works. Yeah, but can I have a pool, and uh, neither you nor Sam will drown in said pool? Right. I mean, now you're getting really fancy. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, if we're going with like plans here, you'd have to get a kiddie pool for Sam. <laughs> well, now that we've ragged on my husband and cutaway's tradition, who stars yeah, in this let's movie? Talk to-
1: <laughs> it's got somebody that you love so dearly. But first, Nia Vardalos and John Corbett. John who
0: Corbett, who we saw in Serendipity, <laughs> and who was into all the boys I loved before, and I loved having him in my dailies. Oh my god, I love John Corbett. I could go on, oh, and, on and on. I didn't know.
2: You didn't notice! He's the dad, though. Yeah, God. he's the yeah. dad.
1: Huh. He's, That's like, cool. almost as national treasure as Tom Hanks, apparently. Oh, I have some shade to throw at him. Oh, shade. shade. Hold on, this movie also stars Michael
2: Constantine. What's your shade? I can read directly from my notes. Uh, this dude is a poor man's John Travolta. <gasps> <gasps> uh, national treasure, John Corbett. He needs to cut his hair.
0: No, that's no. where his magic powers are <laughs> oh, oh, hard disagree, hard I disagree, yeah. disagree.
1: <laughs> I am also in the strong disagree because John Travolta did not age well unlike John i don't Corbett. mean
2: I don't mean like present day John Travolta, but like in his prime
0: I could see that, yeah, I just think he's like the most dorky manic pixie dream guy, like that's just I know. He's the perfect man in this. He's like the absolute
1: perfect, perfect man. Yeah, he really
0: is. He like puts up with our family, which I mean, Mm -hmm. as young Ashley, that was like a dream because my family is literally like this family, as Justine has said several times on this podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think I was only prepared for your wedding because I've seen this movie a million times. (laughs) That's so true. Jaslyn, it was exactly the same. I am not kidding. That's awesome.
0: I don't know if it is awesome, but yeah. Well,
1: <laughs> you looked awesome. Thank you. That's true. You weren't a snow beast. No,
0: no, no.
1: I've got more information on the movie before we dish some more. Okay. The director was Joel Zwick. It was written by Nia Vardalos. And it was edited by Mia Goldman. The additional editor was Heather Pearsons. And the apprentice editor was Douglas Slocum. It's an hour and 35 minutes and rated PG for sensuality and language. (laughs) It has a 6.6 out of 10 IMDb rating and a
0: 62 Metascore, which I find a little bit low. Mm. I do too. Just a little. Mm. Also, there were no assistant editors in this movie? No. Oh. (sighs) At least none
1: listed on the IMDb. At the awards, it did fairly well being nominated for an independent film. It was nominated at the Oscars in 2003 for Best Writing Original Screenplay, Nia Vardalos. At the 2003 Golden Globe Awards, it was nominated for Best Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy. And Best Performance by an Actress in a Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy for Nia Vardalos. And at the American Cinema Editors in 2003, it was nominated for Best Edited Feature Film, Musical, or Comedy for Mia Goldman. Yay, Yay.
0: editors. I like that we include the Eddies now. It makes me very happy.
1: Hmm. I figured as much. That's all the info I
2: have on my Big fat Greek wedding. First thoughts, Jaslyn? My first thoughts when the movie started was that the young Tula has really great style and will be really fashionable today.
1: Yeah. So yeah. it
2: hurts to see her being like, you're an uncool dog because she dressed so cool. But then the old Tula's like, what happened? Why are you so brown? <laughs> she did Why are you a wearing your childhood brown. glasses? <laughs> that is also true. Though
0: growing up in the Midwest, that is a thing. You don't you don't always get to, to get new glasses because they are expensive. Wow. That's true. not true for my experience because I
1: just kept getting blinder and blinder and blinder. <laughs> Jazlyn, first thoughts on like the overall kind of film, the feels, the themes, the things you were
2: kind of disappointed in or? It felt to me like the actual visuals of the movie haven't like aged that well. Like I felt like I was watching like a 90s TV movie. The director did do mostly 90s television and then did this movie. So that checks out, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I appreciated that it was reasonably well lit, and the dramas were pretty low on the drama scale. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jasmine's like
1: checklist
2: for movies. Jasmine friendly, but ultimately, I did not ship the couple. Really? Ooh. But John Corbett, perfect man. I felt that the chemistry between them was really forced, and I just couldn't see them being like IRL a couple. It could be that I'm just not into men enough to think that the man is attractive, but right. I watched a lot of romance and I can like feel the couples and this one, I just, Mm -hmm. I wasn't convinced. I'm on the opposite of the spectrum. I've always (laughs) like, please change my mind.
0: uh, I don't know if I'll change your mind and I'm not really trying to. I'm just saying from my standpoint, I just, he's so incredibly sweet that that's exactly what she needs to open up and feel beautiful herself. So I just, I've always gotten that connection of, he has no expectations for her while her family has all of these expectations for her so that's why they work like to me true
2: that's a good point i do like
1: get and i do feel like nia vardalos wrote the perfect man for her yeah (laughs) (laughs) like anytime she has a problem she just he's just like no it's it's
0: fine i'm here i'm here forever let's get married (laughs) <laughs> like the scene where he proposes to her is probably one of my favorites just because it's so intimate and so just sweet when you just see her face like light up like this is everything that her family has wanted for her but this is something that she actually does want now with him. So it's mm-hmm. just it's really kind of sweet to see that realization and then the the aftermath of that is fun. <laughs> with that little sweet private scene and then the intense family moments afterward it just feels so much like my life so i really i think it's mostly i connect with this movie on such a
2: deep level yeah i didn't realize that she wrote it so it does change the perspective a bit yeah it you it started out as her stand-up yes actually
0: oh. yeah because she she went did she go to second city or she applied to second city or something
1: I don't know her history entirely, but I do know that she really, really workshopped it as a as a stand-up comedian and developing the story.
2: Okay. How nah, about that, no. Jaslyn? No. <laughs> no. I mean, yeah. If I rewatched it, knowing this information, maybe I'd feel differently. But on my first watch, I was just like, hey, he didn't pass the seriously this guy test. Mm. <laughs> okay, part of my problem is that I wasn't paying Mm -hmm. attention to the start of the film. And I checked this this morning because I was like, I'm going to get embarrassed on the show if I go with my current thoughts. So I thought that the first time they ever, ever met was at the travel agent. So I thought this creepy guy kept walking back and forth (laughs) staring at her. I then just walked in, asked her out. The rest of the time was just like zero to a hundred real quick. But really they had met in the restaurant way earlier. I just didn't know that because I wasn't paying attention. Oh, Jazlyn. I'm probably like <laughs> Snapchatting, i going, like I'm watching the show. That is literally what she was
0: doing. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. No, I get it. It happens. It's 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 one of those I think I saw this in the theater vaguely. I I have vague memories of seeing it there, so it's like Yeah. It's seared into my memory a lot.
1: I okay, there's a couple things I like. I like how the movie feels. As it's taking place, like over a year, yeah, like but a year, it's pretty much a year. And I was really focusing it on this time, and, and it's yeah, it's. It's really subtle and I like that, that fact and they do a couple hints of that where it like starts out in snow and then like after they've been dating for a while it's really like springtime. And you also see it in her sister Athena like slowly gets more and more pregnant the more <laughs> times you see her until the end where she's just like I've had this baby. <laughs> yeah. <You know>? like, <laughs> it's really subtle time passage and I, oh, wow. and I like that about it a lot. Yeah, yeah. It's not something you would really notice but you have to like pay attention to like the weather
2: in Chicago. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah I thought it was like two months
1: yeah they probably shot it in two months but no it's like yeah I think they they really tried to emphasize it like with the montages of like her going to school and like that takes a while like it can see and I feel like I I get this just from watching it multiple multiple times it can seem like it goes by really quickly but I think they did take care of the details and that oh if you're paying attention it's it's been like a year
0: when i liked how subtle her her makeover like montage was like how slow it had like it's i'm gonna try this thing and then i'm gonna go to school and then i'm gonna try like redoing my hair a little bit or the contacts Mm -hmm. or, or stuff like that like it added in this really nice comedic aspect to it but then also like a nod at the the romantic comedy trope of the makeover
1: right yeah and i feel like they didn't get into it but i could see her being like in class and like checking out like what the fashions are today because she didn't she didn't get that when she was just working in the restaurant all day in and out yeah Uh, another Mm. thing i like is that throughout it presents these themes of what is expected of a woman and what is expected of a man in this family and, like, by the end, like, both kind of conventions are broken.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's like the speech at the end. Because that's probably my favorite part is when the dad, like, finally realizes that it doesn't really matter because we're all fruit. But... <laughs> <laughs> Like, he, he understands it now in his own terms. And you see him kind of grow. Very, it's it's all very subtle. Like, all of this stuff, it, it's funny, but, like, the subtle drama to it, especially within the dad character, is really interesting because he's like, we women shouldn't uh, have an education. Like, this is terrible. This is why I said this, mm-hmm. this, and this. But at the end of the day, like he really does want his daughter to learn. He's just, that's what he's been told all of his life. So it's, it's hard to reconcile with, you know, his love for his children and his daughter wanting her to be happy. And also the, the cultural conventions. So I like that aspect of it too. Like that he gets to grow as well. Like they all get to grow, uh, especially Tula. Tula's is obvious is very obvious throughout the entire movie, but the dad's, like coming to terms with it and then like the mom already knowing all of this and just like manipulating the dad to kind of come (laughs) along with her is fantastic because that's my grandparents like that's like just how it is my grandpa is very quiet he is not very opinionated but my grandma was able to just kind of manipulate him and bring him along on the journey of life a little bit
1: yeah and I think it's really subtle this other kind of C or D storyline with her brother Nick,
0: mm-hmm.
1: who was by the end you see encouraged by how she's making strides to make changes in the family to pursue his own passions and become an artist.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That was sweet. Can we can we also talk about Joey Fatone showing up? Yes.
1: <laughs> That's the next thing I was like, and Cutaway's alum, Joey Fatone, is also in this. And they gave him normal hair. They were like, if you're going to be in this, bro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Fix your shit. Oh,
1: we know you're Italian, but you're going to have to be Greek in this one. So try to act.
0: <laughs> so I made Sam watch this without telling him anything about it. because, Really? Because of the Joey Fatone thing. <laughs> and as soon as he shows up, he's like, Angelo. like, And it's Joey Fatone with Nikki. And he's like. <laughs> he, he, they let him be in another movie and I'm like yes honey this is why I made you watch it God Sam's <laughs> crush on Joey Fatone <laughs> it's amazing isn't it?
1: <laughs> it it is something that we never thought well I never thought I needed in my life and
2: it, here it is yeah he's in sync right yes yeah. <laughs> do you have opinions on Joey Fatone I have no beef with him like I saw him okay. and I was like oh that's that guy from the boy band then I let it go They don't give him much
1: to
0: do because he can't carry a lot, but... I think what they gave him was really... Like, he was pretty decent at the comic relief for this section. Or what he needed to be. I thought it was good.
1: Yeah. Um, The sequel is very interesting, what they do with his character. I don't remember because I don't remember
0: the sequel. (laughs) I reject it as a
1: The sequel is terrible, except... They made his character queer. He came out in the oh, end. Nice.
0: When I saw this movie, I always thought that Nico was going to come out. Like as the artist. The brother. Yeah, the brother. I thought he was going to come out.
1: I don't even remember what they did with his character in the sequel. I honestly do not remember him at all. All I remember was they made Joey gay. And I was just like, okay, <laughs> sure. The sequel also had like 50 bazillion like plot lines it was it was ridiculous yeah it was bad it tried to be too much anyway that's the sequel which i don't know if we're ever gonna watch that that's like 12 years down the line for us anyway
0: (laughs) yeah it came out recently it was like three years ago four years ago
1: yeah it was really recent
0: yeah what's that
1: well because it's supposed to be in this movie they have the daughter and like the daughter is like going to prom in so they made it like modern day so everybody aged appropriately okay anyway anyway we can get into the uh the plot of this movie let's do it also i want to tell you that i did catch the, the that thing you do okay. and i can't believe it and like
2: i was like oh duh <laughs> Jaslyn, uh, explain it sorry so in the wedding reception there's a band playing in the background and i watched it and i was like i know that melody and i spun it back played it back <laughs> And the guy is singing All My Only Dreams by The Wonders, mm-hmm. which is from the movie That Thing You Do. It's a B side of That Thing You Do. Because I know that. Mm-hmm. Obsessed fan. Which Jasmine and I are obsessed with That Thing You Do. <laughs> which means My Big Fat Wedding is set in the same universe as That Thing You Do. There you go. And I go. thought that was cool. So it lifted the film for me a little bit. Because <laughs> I thought somewhere out there is Shades.
1: Yeah. No, yeah, it's not crazy. So yeah, Jaslyn told me that because we're huge That Thing You Do fans. And she's just like, oh, that Easter egg or That Thing You Do. And I'm like, what? And then like, I'm watching the movie. And as soon as like, it's almost time for the wedding. And Tula mentions the band. I was suddenly like, the band. That's what it has to be. And then they come up and I was like, yes. All my only dreams. Anyway, yeah, super obsessive. So let's just get into the regular plot. it's a tom hanks thing i know i know okay so the movie starts in rainy fake rainy chicago even like we know it's fake rain i'm still like that's not what rain looks like in chicago in general
0: it's too big it's like they filmed the rain on like a green screen and then superimposed it on night stock footage of chicago
1: Yeah, plus they color corrected everything blue yeah. cuz they changed out the the street lights and it was just this time I felt just very kind of like uh, about it cuz I was like that is not the color of Chicago. <laughs> Chicago is yellow even though I think they changed it out now and then I'm going to be freaked out.
0: <laughs> I think they did.
1: I'm sorry. Yeah. I know. Everybody's changing the street lights. I don't like it. <laughs> it's
0: better for your eyes and I for like motorists. the look of the ugly yellow. <laughs> but it's so eye-straining, and it gives me migraines. Let me have peace, Justine. Fine.
1: <laughs> okay, so Tula's family has a restaurant dancing Zorba's, and right away, the first lines in the movie as her dad and Tula are opening the restaurant is the dad saying, you better get married soon. You're starting to look old. And, of course, we learn that she's 30, so she's, you know, Hollywood Death Day is what we called <laughs> it. Yeah. It's the Death
0: Day. Yeah. It's, well, it's Lady Death Day. Men at, at 30 lady don't. They mm-hmm. actually, you know, get ac- more acting roles and better. Women yes. lose out. We only get 15-year careers. If yeah. That. In a few months, we'll be celebrating Ashley's Death Day. Yep. <laughs> Justine will no longer be the only ghost of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but i'm such a friendly ghost you're like casper oh
1: you're a poltergeist <laughs> <Fuck> you. <laughs> leaving cabinets open and like, i mean I do, tiling chairs I Do do that like
0: if we're honest
1: poltergeist okay <laughs> so we have narration from tula the Tells us, like, the expectations of Greek women to marry, make boys, and feed everyone. And we see a glimpse of her childhood where she just never fit in, especially with the little blonde girls. But she had great
0: clothes. She had great clothes for today. Yeah. It was a terrible wig, though, let's be honest. That child was wearing a wig, and it was bad.
1: Okay. So, Cosmo, the precious, precious dad, who is precious, right? Yes. Yeah. He kind of is known for two things in this movie, that one, anything can be cured with Windex, and two, any word, the root of it can be found to be a Greek word. Yeah. Everything comes from Greece. Greece is everything. Greece is (laughs) all. Greece is the word.
0: (laughs) You were holding that one in, weren't you? Uh, No, no, that was just, (laughs) I'm just spitballing here.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Salad.
0: Okay. Anyway. And,
1: and nice Greek girls who don't find a husband at 30 years old work in a restaurant. Because
0: they're owned by their father. Jaslyn,
1: we got to open up a restaurant.
2: It'd be a great restaurant.
1: Yeah, what would we serve? Really
2: good vegan pizza. Yeah. And really good vegan chicken wings.
1: <laughs> Jaslyn only get, because I always text Jaslyn when I'm hungry or ordering food. <laughs> Like yesterday when I was like, I really want chicken wings and mac and cheese, but I shouldn't. So I'm going to get a smoothie and a (laughs) chicken sandwich, but a fried chicken sandwich. (laughs) Priority salad.
2: If one gets surprise fries. Yeah, I did get surprise
1: fries. They were delicious. And like when, Ashley, you were talking about working out. That's literally when I was just shoving a whole
0: thing of fries in my face. Hey, I'm trying to better myself over here. And I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're going to take my potato diet from me? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Don't worry, I'll abandon potatoes. I'll take care of you. (laughs) (laughs) I do love potatoes. That's one thing I will never give up. I love potatoes. I'm thinking fondly of potatoes now. Anyway. Anyway,
1: so at the restaurant, Tula's sister, Athena, finds Tula's, like, adult education brochure, you know? She's so mean.
0: (laughs) Athena, yeah. She's like, Tula, what is this? Tula, 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 what is this? (laughs) Shoves it in her face and, like, what is it? What is wrong? Just because you fit in doesn't mean that she has to, like, into your standards. Like, back off, Athena. Fuck you. I was very upset.
1: Yeah. I think it's because she has to hang out with, like, four boys all the time.
0: It's valid. It's
1: seriously valid. So Tula goes, I wish I had a different life. I wish I was happy. Nothing ever changes. And then we get, like, the magical music. Like, the... And John Corbett walks by.
0: So you're (laughs) like, John Corbett is magic. Magic. I would say he is. But also, like, because of To All The Boys. Everybody, like, loves him And To All The Boys. The Twitter, like... Middle-aged women on Twitter, like, love to all the boys because John Corbin is in it. But I actually, I have a different... uh, I watched uh, The United States of Terra, and he was in it, and he played the dad in that. And I feel like that's a better, like, show of his range. Some episodes, he's a bad guy. But, um, yeah, I've always had a crush on him in this movie. So, right
1: away, we learned that he is perfect because when his friend is trying to set him up with women... Ian John Corbett Ian is like they're all the same. They're
0: all the same. <laughs> they're all white blonde ladies. I don't want them. Get <laughs> something different. Yeah, they're just paralleling her like not fitting in with the white blonde girls at school. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Symbolism. I
1: don't remember this at all. <laughs> you don't. This is the part you didn't watch. <laughs> when did this happen? I don't remember him with the friends. <laughs> this is in the
0: restaurant. Yeah. And she, like, stares at him. (laughs) I love the part where where his friend asks, can I have a cup of coffee? And she's just staring at him and she just nods and then walks over and gives John Corbett the coffee and then walks away. That's, like, one of my favorite parts, like, physical comedy parts of this is just her completely ignoring this other dude and going straight for him when he has not asked for a thing because he's a manic pixie dream guy.
2: I need to watch this again. I don't remember any of this. <laughs> like, seriously. Ellen always makes fun of me because she says Jasmine doesn't pay attention to movies. And this is exactly why I always screw up our movie episodes, because she's I miss a major plot point, And she's like, what are you talking about, Jasmine? This happened earlier on. I'm like, oh.
1: That guy that uh, is Ian's friend was Nia Vardalos' husband at the time.
0: <laughs> that makes it even better. <laughs> oh, I'm dead. <laughs>
1: Okay, so Tula, she works up the courage because one of the things she wants to do is be brave, you know. She works up the courage to ask her dad if they could get a computer because, you know, finances would be easier and if she could take a few college courses because, you know, she's great in computers. And then right away the dad, like, cries and goes, why do you want to leave
0: me? (laughs) Because his wife does not take good enough care of him.
1: Oh, no, that's not true. No, she
0: takes excellent care of that man. And he knows it. That's why he, like, falls the fucking line. Mm Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Maria, the mom, immediately (laughs) says the speech of, like, the man is the head, but the woman is the neck. I'll talk to him. You're gonna go to school. (laughs) You're Gonna
0: fucking listen to me. I'm gonna turn the head. Turn the head. I run this shit.
1: (laughs) That's the only line that she needed to do was, I run this shit. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The plot of the sequel is that they maria and cosmo aren't actually married and so like not officially like the person didn't sign the form on the island so like oh no we're not really married and then she's just like well maybe i don't want to be married to you if you treat me like crap and that's like the main plot of the second movie is that cosmo has to like be nice to his wife
0: yeah to win her back he has to date his wife again it's Uh it's not great it's it's not (laughs) So, taking out, like, the marriage license bullshit thing, like, I would have liked it, like, if she would have just been, like, I'm ready to leave you because of this bullshit. She's like,
1: I'm a 90s gal, I've got needs. Yeah,
0: yeah, and then just he has to learn how to date her again and like it's an old couple romance thing you know i love the old people so okay
1: okay tula goes to truman college which does not look that good like that that's that's not truman jimmy did some classes at truman shout out to jimmy
0: yeah jimmy call your mother (laughs) call your mother
1: this does remind me of jimmy's family like Cosmo reminds me of Jimmy's dad they're they're a Filipino family so like when I was dating him and then having to meet his entire
0: Filipino family it was like this (laughs) (laughs) Sam kept telling me that my family was not like this at all like I was just like being sensational and I'm like no Justine Justine believes it she's the one who told me it I just felt it yeah why why are you not on my side Sam
1: you don't need him we don't need him
0: Anyway. No, I kind of do. He is adorable. I guess. Okay. We're
1: going to talk about this movie. Oh, right, right, right. She has her makeover montage. She, you know, is getting more confident. She can talk to blonde women now.
0: We aren't that scary. I mean, I am. Let's, I'll just be honest. Yeah.
1: Jaslyn's a natural blonde. Shh. (laughs)
0: It's my secret. It
1: is a secret.
0: Justine is naturally...
1: Oh, I'm fake
0: blonde right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're, you're fake pink, too. Um, the, movie, the movie. Yeah,
1: the movie. I got it. So she sees a flyer at the college for computers and tourism, a some sort of lecture. And it's, it's spring now, you can tell, because they're wearing dresses. So she gets a job with Aunt Vula at the travel agency, whom I love. Oh, my God. Sorry, Aunt Fula. What's her face? And then what's her face? Lainey Kazan, the mom,
0: who are amazing. They are like really the MVPs of this movie. Like if we're gonna like go cast wise, it goes those two, John Corbett, Cosmo, and then you know maybe Nia,
1: Andrea Martin. That's her name. She was in Hedwig.
0: Yeah, she's so good. She's so funny. Yeah. The, the babopsy. Bi- b- Okay, so
1: they, they have to make it so it's like it's Gus's idea to have Tula
0: to uh, go work yeah, at, at the, the agency
1: instead of the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> so then we see Ian creeping around the agency, as Jaslyn puts it.
2: He was. No, he was. Let's be honest. Okay, I'm going to interject here. Because... Yes. At the start of this episode, I said, I thought it was creepy because he was like walking around staring, but then turns out they'd met earlier in the film, but later on, he does ask her, wait, are you the woman from the restaurant? Mm-hmm. So he didn't recognize her as a travel agent, he just saw some woman and started being all creepy. <laughs> so he is creepy. He...
0: he was being flirty. He saw her at the, uh. the the hot dog stand first and waved at her and then did the creepy thing.
1: It wasn't hot dogs. He was getting, it was a falafel stand. He's oh, a vegetarian. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Would have had <laughs> yeah. him been falafel.
1: No, you're right about that. He does go, oh, yeah, I'm going to Zorba. I'll take you to Zorba's. And he, yeah, I remember mm-hmm. you. So you're right, Jaslyn. I didn't think about that, that he was being extra flirty, you know, to this gal who was staring at him again.
0: She was giving him eye-fucking, okay? Let's just they be honest. They were
1: eye-fucking each other, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so
1: you want to have dinner with me? And on their date, immediately another a perfect man point is he's a rebel not doing what his family wants him to do.
0: Yeah. Well, and he, he takes her to Italian. So it's, clo- it's close to Greek. He likes, he likes uh, Mediterranean food. Yeah. He's perfect. <laughs> he's not a bland white man from London right so as they're dating <laughs> he likes his spices okay wow
2: okay yeah. fired. <laughs>
0: Sorry. he likes tea too he doesn't drink coffee he likes tea that's good tea is good tea is, be- <laughs> tea is better
1: than coffee in my opinion I drink tea I don't drink coffee neither do I nobody here drinks coffee
0: haha fuck you Starbucks <laughs>
1: So like, as they're going out, they have a few dates. She's lying and saying that she's taking a pottery class. He is like struggling to get to know her because she is like very hesitant. And then all of a sudden until she has a big Greek explosion of like, we do all these things and they chase me around with eyeballs and make me eat brains and nobody has ever gone out with a non-Greek before. And you know, everything is horrible and this isn't gonna work out. And he's just like, hey, my life sucks without you.
0: (laughs) He's a manic pixie dream guy. It's the first one we've ever had on the on the P- cutaways podcast.
1: Woo! Written by a woman. <laughs> yeah. Wonder why. And then we get the the montage of like good night kisses. Yeah. Of them like practically doing it in their car. Yeah. King. Which why doesn't he take her to her to his apartment like right away? Like they never hang out at his apartment except for the one time. Is it? Be- I know it's because like her parents need to know where she is at all times
0: i think it's because he's being respectful like most likely she's a virgin like let's let's be honest she's most likely a virgin and so they could have
2: just hung out do they have sex before getting married
0: yes yes when the first time they do take it to the apartment
1: yeah yeah yeah. the first time she goes to the apartment she goes
0: and jumps
1: on him like that that's when i think they do it
0: (laughs) i don't remember that. That's
2: what? definitely
0: when they do it.
2: <laughs> I wrote in my notes, Atula and Ian getting married before sex because I was like, I don't remember any sex scenes. The proposal is like post-coital. <laughs> it is. I thought, I she's it she's naked. Bridge. No,
1: in his bed. He's all naked <laughs> and, and nervous. Gives her the ring.
2: Are <laughs> we watching the same movie? <laughs> I, <don't know. laughs> I thought they got married on a bridge. I mean, they got engaged on a bridge.
1: No, no that's have... when they first kiss. Yeah. Sorry, I'm a terrible
2: guest. You gotta stop Snapchatting me.
1: (laughs) Okay, so the family finds out because they were, as Nikki says, sucking face in a Denny's parking lot. So Ian has to ask
0: permission to date Tula. No way, no! (laughs) And he's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna see you tomorrow. I'll see you later, girl. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Hit me up. (laughs) Hey Tula's mom. <laughs> <laughs> she did, she did like him. Mm-hmm. She found him hot. Yeah, she played with his hair. Yeah, yeah, It's the hair, the magic hair. It's the hair.
1: It is full of magic. Yeah. Anyway, so her parents <laughs> try to get her to date other Greek men, and this is when they have sex. When yes. she's dating the other men, she he he brings her to his apartment, and she jumps him. <laughs> But then, like, the setting up is still happening, and then she meets his parents. So, like, they are, like, serious. Yeah.
0: When I like the dinner scenes, because Nick is, like, giving his approval to these, like, suitors. And you just see Mm. the subtle, like, no, make it go away. Make it stop. (laughs) (laughs) Like, his facial expression just gets more and more horrified as they go through this montage.
1: They were not the best spectrum of Greek men
0: No, the guy with the mustache oh the pinky ring guy the guy who had rings on every single finger was
1: uh. oh man you know who would have been good at this even though I don't think he's Greek but Niall DeMarco
0: he's not he's Italian
1: yeah I can tell by the DeMarco but so is Joey (laughs) Fatone
0: but they just wanted Joey Fatone in the movie (laughs) well now I want Niall DeMarco He was a baby when this movie came out. I don't care. I want to time machine it to happen. Okay. We just add in not only the multicultural of it all, it's just add in deaf culture, too.
1: Deaf culture. And
0: he's sexually fluid, you know?
1: He could date anybody in it.
0: <gasps> he could. Okay, so now we just need uh, My Big Fat mm-hmm. Greek Wedding 3, and uh-huh. it's Niall DeMarco <gasps> getting married to Joey Fatone. <laughs>
1: Oh my God. I want this movie so much. <laughs> yes. No, because it has to be about a wedding. Because yeah. They're all about weddings. Yeah. So what- it has to be Joey's wedding.
0: <laughs> he
1: has to marry down to Marco.
0: Okay. So we'll start the Twitter campaign because we know Nia is all over the Twitters. So yeah, yeah. we should just, you know, slide that into her, her DMS, this idea.
1: I ship it <laughs> so hard. I'm like, I don't care that Joey can't act. He can make out with Nile Marco.
0: <laughs> well, see he wouldn't be acting, he would have to learn sign language.
1: That would be like the the, the culture clash in this one. Is yeah. That, like he's gonna join Niles deaf family, you know, Greek family deaf am I wrong?
0: Is this <laughs> No, this is not wrong. This is totally one hundred percent accurate. Yeah. That'd be
1: great. And then Nile can be in a speedo the whole time.
0: The end. <laughs> <laughs> we already made a better sequel. We do
1: that sometimes on here. Okay. Ian asks Tula to marry him after they have had sex
0: because he's naked. She's naked too. <laughs> it's so sweet. It's like the sweetest proposal ever. It is really sweet. <laughs> Jasmine doesn't remember it. Because he's so <laughs> nervous. He's just like shaking and then is like, I wanted to wait to do this. But like, if I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it. And I'm just going to do it. He's like, will you marry me? And she's just like, her face, oh, that close-up on her face (laughs) makes me happy. So, but plot
1: twist, they can't get married in the Greek Orthodox Church because he's not Greek Orthodox. (gasps) Tragic. No, it is tragic. It's what our whole family has done. But because he's a perfect manic pixie dream human, he agrees to get baptized. Because he says to her, you're my whole life now. I'll do anything.
0: (laughs) So he gets baptized in the Greek Orthodox Church. Which is a very good scene too because of the kiddie pool. Which is a real thing. (laughs) (laughs) Did they give him little waders too? (laughs) (laughs) The little little floaty wings. (laughs) No, They don't need it. It's in a kiddie pool.
1: You can drown in an inch of water. <laughs> I have problems. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's a huge Easter party where the whole family finally meets Ian.
0: Oh, I thought it was an engagement party.
1: It's a Easter, because we're moving forward in time. Okay. <laughs> but also, it's an engagement. And there is a line from somebody, it's an off-screen line, that is, Jesus must have risen because Tula's engaged. Oh,
0: shit. (laughs) Gotta love those ADR lines. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody thought of that during post. Guarantee it. Okay, so then there's
1: lots of wedding plans, and her family just kind of steamrolls and makes all the decisions, much to her not liking. Fair enough. And then there's a party where... Ian's parents come over to meet the family and they bring the bunt cake bunt 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 it's a bunt bunt
0: her okay bun. his f- mom and dad are slightly racist
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Did anybody else get that like get that vibe from
1: them I think that they're very white and it reminds me of my mom especially the line that Harriet says of like that's not a name you hear very often. What does it mean in your language? I'm (laughs) I'm sorry. That's something my mom would say.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it came off like, okay, maybe it's not racist, but it's culturally insensitive for sure. Like, just completely oblivious to any other way of life outside of their little bubble. It's like they created this human that is so amazing. I mean, at the end, they get better at the end, and they, like, you know, d- deal with it. But, like... They roll with it. Yeah. They learn. Because so they don't really roll with it. They learn. They learn. They learn to accept yeah. one another, as with our differences. But they also get smashed on Uzo.
2: That, too. That's a great thing.
0: They, they learned how to discover their cultural uh, acceptance
2: through Uzo.
1: Jaslyn, have you ever
2: had Uzo? I have. Yeah? I mean... It doesn't stand out as a strong memory, but I've definitely had it. It wasn't force-fed to me <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> but I found it fine, yeah. Does it really taste like licorice? I don't remember exactly what it tastes like, but that makes sense based on how it's often used in my like, cocktails.
1: Jasmine loves a cocktail. I do.
2: We're going to get drinks sometime.
1: Yes, we will. When we're in the same country. Going to get you drunk. <laughs>
0: It doesn't take a lot. <laughs> true. <laughs> Neither of us said it take a lot. <laughs> Very true. Our birthday episode was just like Sam was hurting cats the entire time. It was just like, <laughs> you've got to record the podcast now. Here, have a cupcake. It's all good. Just go in there. Oh, yeah. They were cupcakes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was good. We're
1: doing that again. Yeah. Do you have any similar stories to meeting
2: your partner's parents i met my girlfriend's dad and he offered me weed (laughs) interesting we we went to his house in the forest and it's like a house amongst the trees and like squirrels and stuff running around and he was like you guys want to get high i was like "Mm." no thanks (laughs) (laughs) he was sincere that's probably the most memorable parent meeting yeah yeah that was it (laughs) that's for your current girlfriend no, no, an old girlfriend. My American girlfriend no. that I talk about sometimes.
1: Oh, well, hmm. that makes sense.
2: Your American girlfriend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's no squirrels in New Zealand.
1: Oh, my God. Uh, Are you okay,
2: Ashley? Yeah, I'm good. My current girlfriend's British, and I'll meet her parents in June or July, maybe. Oh, my God. How long have you been going out? Uh, next week will be a year. <gasps> so by the time this comes out, it'll be a year. Oh, my God. And then you're going to meet her her family. Yeah. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Girl! Girl! In, in, in England. <laughs> That's right.
2: It's a long
0: way. In- England? <laughs> Sounds like you're trying to say Inglewood, so I was very confused for a second. I'm like, why is she coming to Inglewood in America to meet her British girlfriend's parents?
2: <laughs> England.
0: Okay,
1: so the main, back to this movie, kind of like the main, like, conflict in the movie is that, yes, Tula is happy getting married, but then her dad hates it so very much, and it's like the night before her wedding, and she's just like, is my marriage killing dad? Like, is it worth it? But then we have this lovely scene with her mom and Yaya. Her
0: crazy Yaya.
1: Her crazy Yaya. And her mom tells her, we came here for you so you could do whatever you want. You could live however you wanted. And it turns it into like this beautiful immigrant story. Yes. And Mm -hmm. the button of that is when they all look in the mirror and then you see... The three generations all together and you're just like ah oh. <laughs> immigrants we get the job done oh. <laughs> hamilton everything will be okay day of the wedding they prepare the bride this is very much like how we prepared ashley except there were like only three of us
0: i <laughs> mean very similar There was a lot of my family at the actual like location when we got there
1: yes but they didn't dress you and no put your shoes
0: on and that's because I did not you? want that. Yeah, I would have rained hellfire on the earth. Jeepers! Because my grandma was gonna be there, like everybody was gonna be. I'm like, no, like no, I don't want that. Just like I'll be nervous. Let me let me edit on my laptop. Yeah.
1: <laughs> she was editing the whole time we were making and putting the tables together and stuff for the reception. <laughs> She was just like, let me just focus on this one thing. And yeah. I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I've never been a maid of honor before. I've never been to a wedding.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know. You were like, I don't know what to do. So I sent you a call sheet.
1: <laughs> it's literally we ran your wedding like we were running a production. Yeah, because no, I can do that. I know how to run a film set. I don't know how to run a wedding. <laughs> so we had call sheets and everything. And- no, we're not lying. We're not lying
0: at all. <laughs> He's like, let me put this in terms that you will understand.
1: Do we have all the props? <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. The wedding. The wedding happens without without a hitch. They have their first steps as a married couple. They're wonderfully married. Then there's the reception with the that thing you do cover band.
2: Do you think it was weird that only like ten people came to Ian's wedding? So he has a very
0: small family. I think it was really trying to, con- and and I experienced this. Uh, so Sam's family is also very small until he f- discovered that he has, you know, seven uncles um, in North Carolina. He has a very small family. So compared to mine, like mine is so big and so loud. And like the juxtaposition when he comes to my family events and just like is so quiet in the background kind of in like. I can go and be in the silence is kind of nice, which is, you know, why I married him a little bit to get away from that. So uh, let's, yeah, let's just totally be honest. <laughs> to me, this movie, do- it's like, this couldn't happen in reality because it did happen in reality for us. We just didn't want anybody to pick a side or, or sit on a side to accentuate right, that. Yeah, mm.
1: I remember that. But people still asked what side to sit on. And we're like, we put a sign here to say, <laughs> sit wherever you like any side. You like this side? Do you like the sun over here? Do you like this particular palm tree? Go for it. (laughs) Okay, so we have the apples and oranges speech that portocollis means orange and miller means apples. So we're all fruits.
2: So we're not that
1: different. Aww. And then they buy the happy couple a house and there's happy dancing and circle of life. It ends with their daughter going to Greek school.
0: Oh. Well, yeah, because Tula didn't hate her culture. She just mm-hmm. hated the controlling aspects of her culture.
1: Yeah, she S- loves her culture. Yeah. She's like the quiet one in the family, though, like me. You know? The one who's like, I'm just feeling very bombarded by everyone right now. How do you talk so much?
2: <laughs> Accurate. It's my experience as well mm. in my family. So, Okay. Final thoughts on the movie? I need to rewatch it because I've missed mm-hmm. huge chunks, evidently. <laughs> <laughs> and and like we said, it's it's like better on rewatch. Yeah. You, know? you pick up on so many subtle things. I think part of my critiques of it were stemming from not paying attention, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> but I do, I do feel that maybe things started a little bit creepily and moved it quite quickly. Mm-hmm. But overall, it
1: was fun. Nice. I really like this movie. Um, We were going to do a hashtag accurate, but then you guys were like,
0: this description is
1: pretty hashtag accurate. So,
0: yeah, the IMDb (laughs) description is hashtag accurate. That is a first for (laughs) us. (laughs) Oh, you mean, how would you fuck up the description of this movie? Like, it's so tight. Like, how would you do do an
1: opposite? Do a fuck up description. Do it.
0: Woman, no, 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 no. Nope. We're gonna do the opposite. We're gonna do it how like the men's rights activists would do it. Man limits himself. Oh my god! By this is gonna be offensive, and I'm sorry. Man limits himself by letting himself become an equal to an immigrant in American (gasps) downtown Chicago. Where things is, is go awry ends- <laughs> when her family tries to own his soul.
1: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that is the men's rights activist <laughs> wow. description of this movie. That's Hashtag it. Hashtag
0: unaccurate.
1: Hashtag <laughs> <MR>
0: Accurate. <laughs> I took that, that was- to a direction you were not expecting.
1: That's the most disgusting thing we've ever done on this show. <laughs>
0: I feel dirty now. I need to go shower
1: again. Ugh. Good. Okay. We are going to rate this movie now. Who would like to go first? I
2: am not ready. <laughs> I was going to rate it two, but you guys have convinced me to up it a little bit. So I'm going to rate it three Wonders cover bands out of five. Uh, oh!
0: Yeah! I'm going to rate this movie three and a half (laughs) lacy white gloves. Ooh.
1: Mm. I'm going to rate this movie four poppin' pimples on your wedding day.
0: (laughs) What do you do with it, though? (laughs) You put some Windex on it. I (laughs) love it. That's That's so, okay, that scene was so sweet. I, like, completely kind of forgot about it, but, like, Really paying attention to her side of it, where you know she finally sees the cultures coming together and like how her family has influenced him, is just such a sweet moment because she's like dumbfounded by it. I'm like, that's what happens like in families, honey. Like, y'all cross pollinate with one another. Gross. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't gross. You you take ideas from little idea flowers. What are you thinking about? You dirty mind. Cross
1: pollinating. <laughs> Dirty. anyway, it's that a- <laughs> Ashley's gonna wrap this up. Oh, we have a
0: mailbag. Mail Okay, so we have a new five star review from Pups in Pop Culture from Ooh. Australia. Yeah. yeah, we know what she's gonna say. <laughs> we, we we talk
1: to her a lot. <laughs> yes. So so go ahead.
0: Rom-coms have always been my favorite movie genre. And if they're yours, you'll love this podcast. It's great listening to Justine and Ashley shine a new light on movies I've loved over the years and seeing which ones really hold up to standards t- of today. While they may not share my love for Hugh Grant's consistent cardboard acting, at least we'll always share a love for Sandra Bullock. Five yeah. stars.
1: Every time we release a Hugh Grant episode, um, she's, she's always so like, "So excited! How, uh, how are you guys going to crush my soul this time?" <laughs> I'm like, "I'm sorry, we tried." She loves <laughs> Hugh Grant. Don't like him. I'm sorry. Yeah, Jaslyn loves Hugh Grant as well.
2: I do. I I love John Corbett more than I love Hugh Grant. That's fine. You can have John. I'll have a Hugh. That sounds good. We're all See, happy. Fair trade. We're yeah. all good. <laughs>
1: And I'll take Joey Fatone and Al Demarco.
0: <laughs> wow! Let's get it on. <laughs> well, next time on the podcast, we will be celebrating Thanksgiving again. It's Thanksgiving once again. Wow! <laughs> By watching 1988's Big. So uh, you're so excited. Yeah, you've seen it. I don't think I've seen it all the way through. Or at least I have no memory of seeing it all the way through.
1: What? And it's also its 30th anniversary <gasps> this year. Look at us
0: bringing out the Tom Hanks.
1: We're right with the times. Of course, Hanksgiving. Thomas, Thomas, Hanks. <laughs> Thomas Jefferson Hanks.
0: Thomas Jefferson Hanks.
1: We'll bring over some mashed potatoes.
0: And turkey, tofurkey? Tofurkey. Maybe we'll make a roast. Yum. Ooh. That sounds like a plan. Well, if you like this podcast, why not become a patron just like our lovely guest, Jaslyn?
2: Jaslyn, what do you like about being a patron of ours? I like that you get cool swag and I like that there's great exclusive content like a second podcast series and fun weekly videos and diary videos and stuff. You should do it. It's so good. Do it now. See, it's so so much better when you say it than when I say it. (laughs) (laughs) Be a $4 patron so you can enjoy that other podcast.
0: What did I miss?
2: What did I miss?
0: (laughs) Well, if you would like to do that, please visit patreon.com slash cutaways podcast. You can find all of this information and more at our website, including our blog, which Justine just put up a new one. It's at thecutaways.com. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram as at podcast. Please leave us comments, rate us, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or your favorite pod, Ketchup. Catch them all. I-, I have been. I've got the Pokemon. update on her Pokemon. <laughs> I'm very close to getting the Celebi Challenge, who is a time-hopping Pokemon, like Ooh. the Doctor, oh. which is what I plan Ooh. on naming my little Pokemon. Can't. But I have a lot of Pokeballs. I have 104 Pokeballs, 115 Great Balls, and 94 Ultra Balls. No comment. <laughs>
1: I have all those the
0: balls.
1: Are, those are some great balls, Ashley. Thank you. <laughs> some great balls you've got. Okay, thanks for everybody <laughs> joining our <laughs> slumber party. Thank you, Jaslyn. Like you. I said, first time on the pod. Um, what? Okay. Lovely having you. We're going to go now. Bye!
0: What kind of underwear was Queen Elizabeth I having to deal with when she dominated that English throne? What did women in ancient Egypt use for contraception? Was the 19th century hoop skirt used to suppress women, or did it actually liberate them? Welcome to The Explores, where we time travel back through women's history to discover what it was really like to be them. Join me as we walk through past eras, exploring their worlds so we can appreciate their stories. Ready to meet a whole host of fascinating women? Just
2: look for The Exploress wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go traveling.